You're listening to the Nature Connections Show with Sarah Estelterna, your direct connection to the heart of nature, dedicated to sharing inspirational information to heal and guide your life journey personally and professionally. So welcome everybody to my Nature Connections show. My name is Sarah Estelle Turner. Uh, I'm a flower essence practitioner and teacher, and it's one of my biggest passions to help others learn about flower essences. So today I'm joined by Casey John. Um, uh, so let me share some information about Casey with you. So well, welcome to you, Casey, first of all. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Lovely to be here. <laughs> so let me t- let me tell people about you because you have lovely things to know about you. So, Casey's been working with flower and vibrational medicine now for over seven years. She's registered as a flower essence tutor and advanced practitioner with the British Flower and Vibrational Essence Association. She's also a member of the British Association of Flower Essence Producers and teaches as part of the Chalice World Gardens Essence Team on its Flower Essence Practitioner Training Course. Lucky people. (laughs) So you've been an integral part of Wild Medicine Essences. Um, You live on the slopes of Glastonbury Tour. How lovely is that? Mm -hmm. Very blessed. Yes, and you're... Well, we're here today to talk about your love of animals and that, how that flows through you and how the tour where you live is very connected to the wild elemental nature of what you bring through you. Yeah. yeah and really. What you shared with me here, which I'm just going to read because it's lovely. So <laughs> one of the reasons that you love the tour is because its landscape is deeply nourishing It's a place where you can listen to the owls at night and watch the badgers, foxes, bats and deer that inhabit your garden. How lovely is that? What they do is remind you of your innate wildness. And it was this wildness that inspired you to create the wild wild heart animal essences to let animals have a voice. Yeah. So, So again, thank you for joining me. It's lovely to talk to you and help everybody know a little bit more about you and what you do. So can we talk a little bit about what, where was the beginnings of this work for you? Because when we, for all of us, um, what we share with the world often started happening a long time ago, didn't it? You know, it's a journey in life. Absolutely. Where did it come from for you? Well, Probably about 10 years now ago, well, I've always been an animal lover. I've grown up with lots of animals, always had cats and had dogs and rabbits. But um, about 10 years ago, I started um, work as an animal rescue, at an animal rescue centre. It was a domestic animal centre. And um, I think, it. well, it just... just, affected me so deeply in so many different levels the way that animals were being abused but what struck me the most was the way the animals had no voice within all of this and all their situations they had no voice and if they were lucky enough they could find a human that could speak for them Um, I then went into a little of wildlife rescue 
which um, was amazing. I actually, I, I used to go and collect animals that had been injured and take them to the centre and then help wherever I could. But it was actually the domestic animals, the hands-on being with them. I was lucky enough to be into essences at that point, and so I was able to use them with the animals. Mm. They had, again, they had such an effect. I used to see these traumatised little dogs, big dogs, <laughs> actually being, again, deeply nourished. and. Um, coming back to themselves there was a sense that they were coming back to themselves after the damage that us humans had done to them and a lot of humans weren't being particularly nasty they were just being ignorant and so after a few years it was um it was, it was really too painful to stay actually yeah. and um so I went to other things and then my journey kind of began on a deeper level with the essences and I just felt it was, not, it was not something I actually thought about doing. It was while sitting in my garden and seeing the wildness and hearing the ravens above me and just adoring the absolute wildness and the wild animals that just, it just made me think, well, voices, let's try and give the animals a voice. And I've, I've recently also started working with Pan, who is very much an animal and nature kingdom person <laughs> or spirit and so the journey kind of began like that so my connection with the animals and sadly their abuse um but out of that hopefully i can bring some a chance for them to speak and um and yeah through that have some form of healing but also there was such a sense that the animals wanted to work with us with humans that was really, really strong. And that sharing, having that lovely connection and then connecting in with the earth, mm. that deep, deep connection. So it was all intertwined. <laughs> yeah, I often find that um, essence ranges often aren't something we, we don't think, oh, I'm going to make an essence range. Well, we no. might, you know, they usually, Yeah. what I notice with the people that take my practitioner diploma is it, it's often the ones that say, I'm, I'm not interested in making my own essences. <laughs> Within several months of starting, essence ranges start appearing. Mm. It's wonderful, isn't it? And it was interesting, actually, because it was just, I used to sit in the garden and it would just be flowing through and I'd be feeling it. And then I, start, I spoke to a friend about it, our lovely Sophie Nock from Wild Medicine. And she just said, you are the person to do it, Casey. <laughs> do it <laughs> so it's down to her as well actually giving me the prod yes yes actually giving you permission to voice it on their behalf almost yes it's, it's nice. true absolutely yeah. yeah so tell us a little bit about your range and how it's different from other people's because you work you have animal essences how, how do you make them well, the majority of them have been made in the garden, in my garden, which is um, a part of the tour. So as you step into the garden, it's a beautiful wood. So it goes straight into the woods. And this is where the animals come through. So I, I'm so blessed. We have deer come into the garden, foxes, badgers, bats. It's just wonderful. So with that wildness and with all the trees, the oak trees and the wonderful trees there, I tune in. So, and I ask, when I first started them, I would always ask if there was an animal that would like 
to make an essence. Um, so I, I wouldn't know who was going to turn up. It was always very interesting. Um, but of course they did. And um, you'll, you'll see on the range that there's a few of the animals that we still, well, that we don't have in England at the moment, and that'll be bear and wolf. And that was a really, really interesting connection because I was, it was very clear at the beginning that they needed to be native animals because there was a sense of um, connecting in with the earth and the native earth that we live on in England and Wales and Scotland and Ireland. And so um, it was just very clear that's the way it was, that they wanted to work. So I went with that. And, um, and so on this particular day, I went out into the garden with a bowl of water and the spring water from Chalice Well and the white spring water and sat down on the ground. And what I do is um, I, I normally put the bowl where the badgers and the foxes come into the garden, there's an entry point. So you can kind of see where the wildness comes in. So I put the bowl there and um, I just asked if there was anyone that would like to come and bear appeared. And I, I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't have bear. <laughs> and she just stood there and I said, right, okay. And she was like, she wouldn't go. And, um, and so I said, well, look, you know, I was told just native animals, but you're not. And, and she just, she would not be moved. She was wonderful, actually. And in the end, she just said, she turned white. She literally, she just turned white and became a spirit bear. And she just said very simply that I used to walk your land. Your ancestors know me. And so when we work with the wild wound, some of this comes from the ancestors, our own family ancestors, our own spiritual ancestors. So she works very much with the ancestral wound. And so that's just a little, a little clip really onto how I make them. Um, I work with Pan, sometimes Ellen, and um, our lovely Raven is always the MC. He, he announced that everything goes through him. Okay. So he takes the essence or the energy of the essence to great creator or to spirit. So, so yeah, but Pan um, is a, a major part of all this and he's a nature kingdom spirit. Oh. So that I deeply love and yeah, adore really. <laughs> so for, you know, um, for people listening, well, not everybody knows about flower essences, but flower essences are yeah. what people know about. But I guess this, what you're doing here is a kind of like channeled essences? Yes. That, yeah. I use a, yeah. I use a shamanic tradition. Yeah. When I make them, I pour in the water and then I shamanically journey to ask um, for the animal to be present and to see if they would like to be part of the process. Yeah. And that's um, like an internal visualization. Yeah. And in that journey, I ask Pan to be present or Ellen to be present. And I ask for the animal to give of its wisdom and its um, healing gifts. Mm -hmm. And at the end, of, and I ask for those, for the animal to put its energy into the water, into the spring waters mm -hmm. and, um, and to give its blessing. Wow but I'll do that as an inner journey. So mm -hmm. shamanic 
tradition in a way, but it's also using that in in a without the drums, just as a visualization as well. So it's something that everyone can do, um, and it's connecting in with the wildness within. So it's like a visualization journey. So yeah, it's beautiful process, beautiful, beautiful. So thank you for sharing all of that. So you talk a lot about wildness um, and healing the world wound. So, and it was working in the rescue centre that you first. What, what I'm hearing, it consciously became aware of that. So, could you talk to us a little bit about what you mean about the wildness and the wild wound? What 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 is that for you? <laughs> well, I just I I see the wildness disappearing in our world. And for me, the wild wound is, becomes or is created when we lack our connection to the earth. And so many of us with busy lives, with the way the world is now, lacks that connection with the earth. We don't get the time that we need to connect with the, the nature, with the trees, with the land. We don't have time to walk on the land. And so we're, we're gradually losing our wildness. And I think we're becoming damaged by that. I feel that in myself. I know there are times where I need to go and sit with the trees. I need to go and sit on the land. I need to walk with my ancestors on the land. And, and I saw that in the animal rescue with the animals themselves, where they're, they're being damaged by people. They're becoming almost humanized because they're having to live in our world. The dogs, some dogs don't go for a walk without a lead. How horrendous is that? And, and so the, the damage is, it, it starts very little and it grows and it grows and it grows. And different people have different wounds. We have different ways of connecting with the earth as we're all so unique. And so each wound is slightly different. And it's just hopefully that the animals can speak out and can help us connect with the earth again and with that innate wildness within us because as we touch into that wonderful wildness, that wonderful creativity, it can make us whole again and just can give us that depth and that lovely nourishment, which the tour really gives me in the sense of its wildness. And at night when I have the windows open, you hear the, the wind just going through the trees and that wonderful sound of the owls. And literally it just fills me up like a chalice. And and so during the day when we're dealing with this difficult life sometimes, and it can be quite challenging. So it just gives one a chance to come back in and to get in touch with ourselves. And I'd also just feel that if we're connecting in with the animals and giving them a chance to speak to us, it, uh, it also connects us in with our love of the wild and our love of the world and the earth. And hopefully that will make us fight for her because right now we need a lot of warriors out there. We do, absolutely we do. Yeah. So it's, it's a mix of things, but it, it's, the wild wound is really our, our wound and our connection to the earth because we, it's, we can become easily disconnected. And again, I think that's one of the biggest problems in the world at the moment. So, yeah. I absolutely agree with you, yeah. Yeah. So on behalf of people listening... 
and you talk about um, the your your range giving a voice to the animals. So um, I have a couple of your essences here, and this is the one I've been taking. For those of you who are watching this, this is Casey's lovely swan essence. So as I take this, how does it give voice to the swan through me? It's different ways of taking it. You can take it um, ideally in a moment of quietude and really visualise the swan with you. When I made her, she was very much about being the midwife between worlds and bringing you into a state of grace, into a state of beauty, but also um, midwifing that transformation of dark to lightness and holding you as you do that and also about compassion for the world and so when you take if you imagine swan being a part of you again this can be quite a shamanic process if you work that way not everyone does but if you do so you can take it as and then use it as a little journey yourself if you want to and go to meet her and ask her to speak to you that takes more time um but again it's a really lovely process to do or you can take her as a lot of us have to, we're running around, going to work. But when we take those drops, either in water or in your mouth, just visualise her and let her speak to you because she will. <laughs> but she will in, in, a, in a very quiet way. So you do need to give yourself the space to do that, as with all flower essences. Mm. Um, and you'll find things just happen. She, she's very magical, Swan. And she... She also is a really wonderful one to use for the celebrations during the year. So she's great at the equinoxes and the solstices because she goes between the worlds. So she holds that space between worlds. So it's, it's lovely just to see her at your back and to, and to sit upon her back. So I, I, I think they're just really beautiful to visualise them, mm -hmm. taking them, and give yourself space to really feel them. Often you'll feel them wrap themselves around you bare. If you take bare, you'll feel her wonderful cloak of strength and courage surrounding you. So if you're going out into a situation you're uncomfortable about, you can imagine bear with you. So with Swan, you can imagine her flying with you and her qualities will just gently, gently come into your, to your aura, into your emotional body and support you with the doing of her yeah so there's different ways so you it's you manic mm. ways journey which i would recommend and people can do that by themselves you don't need someone drumming for you you can do an inner visualization mm -hmm. meet her which is beautiful and let her talk to you mm. quietly with her yeah yeah so yes i it's very beautiful isn't it very very beautiful it's, and it can be a beautifully deep process. And what I love is the joy that it allows you personally to connect with the animal. There's no one in between. It's just you and them. And you can have that discussion. And I, on my website, I will be writing little visualizations that people can follow. Just in case they need a little bit of structure. It's all my website's at the moment in process, so it's not completed and hasn't all the information that I will be putting on it. But um, but you can work out a little visualisation to take you there. 
And um, yeah, they are, there is such a sense that the animals want to speak out. They really want to be heard and they want to work with you for healing. It was such a joy to realise that. Mm. So, that we're it, not alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much support, Absolutely. isn't there? Absolutely. Mm. They will always fly and walk with you. Mm. And, and the essence is all, it just really allows you to tune into that. Mm them closer mm. beautiful beautiful mm. so th there's probably people listening who um would love to try your essences and that's clearly you've just shared how you can do that but there may also be some people listening and i'm going to make sure that my students i will invite them to listen with my flower essence diploma um if practitioners of essences are working how might we use them in our consultations Ah, yes. Um, well, what I do, I have actually a set of cards with each of the animals on it. And I ask my clients to blindly choose a card. And as they do that, I ask them to ask for an animal to walk with them. What animal can support them at this point? If they're asking about a situation, then ask about that situation. And so then they can choose a card <clears throat> and, and it's um, an easier way in a sense for the divine to step in or for that wildness to step in because the person's not choosing it, it's blind. Um, and then we can take them on a journey. That's what I would do, a visualisation, again, to meet the animal and speak with them themselves. And then you can share that with your practitioner if the practitioner knows about the animals and would like to do that. If not, you can keep it really simple um, because the animals are quite clear what, who they like to support and what their healing is. And I've obviously made um, on the website and brochures about what each animal offers. So you can make a combination bottle um, of different animals or even just the one. You know, you can just use one and work with that for a period of time. So I actually, I love to um, use them with a chalice well essences. They seem to go really well together, whether that's perhaps because they're made on the tour and chalice well gardens is just down the road and it's the, the Glastonbury Springs. So I think that's a lovely combo. Um, and you have the lightness because the animals are very grounded. I'm finding a lot of men are attracted to them. It seems to be something that they can get a handle on. Yeah. Um, I think partly possibly because they're so grounded. So, and sometimes you can feel they need a little bit of flower lightness in them to perk them up. So it's, it's a lovely combo to use as combinations. So they're great for different situations. Bear, say bear is, is a great for boundaries. Or if you're feeling you need some courage. Raven is wonderful if you're about to do a talk or a lecture. He helps you to speak out. He helps you to speak the truth. He's great for healers. He's also a wonderful, <laughs> loving raven. <laughs> He's a wonderful um, animal rescue, actually. I call him the rescue remedy for animals. Oh, okay. So he, he says that he, uh, he offers a sense of coming back to yourself. So he helps to bring the animals back to their wildness, their wild state. So, yeah, so each animal offers a different quality. That's just a flower, that's just a tree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's interesting, isn't it, using essences in combinations because I've found with my own Moonflower range that there are certain uh, essence ranges that like to go with it. So you were sharing that the your world heart essences go well with the chalice well, which kind of makes sense because of the geographical connection and also your your personal connection. Um, yeah. When I used your essences a few weeks ago, they came. I'm they wanted to go alongside the Alaskan range. Oh, so I'm just sharing that because yeah, lovely. I can really see who, that. people who um, know about different ranges. It's kind of interesting yeah. to see that, and there's a couple of mine in there as well. So they're kind of more Ooh. all all of the ranges are quite ethereal you know they're, they're quite grounded in many ways but also yeah to the other worlds yes absolutely yeah absolutely mm. oh wonderful how lovely yeah it's, it's lovely when they work together isn't it there's a sense of this little essence community <laughs> well that's the lovely thing about essences working you know different ranges do work very very well together so whatever's needed basically absolutely completely whatever's needed so i've learned loads myself as always when i do this so thank you casey it's been an absolute thank delight you. to talk to you it's lovely to learn to more you. about what you do um it's very beautiful animals are a huge part of my heart so it's with mm. great pleasure that i pass this on to whoever needs to hear um would you share with with everybody how they can find out more about what you do how to get hold of you if they want to buy your essences what do people do next well i've got a website which is www.wildheartanimalessences.co.uk it's in the process of being built so a lot of information's there but it's not complete but please go and have a look it'd be lovely to see you um, it also explains about the essences and where they come from. So it's what a little information spot. And Facebook, which again is Wild Heart Animal Essences. So um, they're probably the best places to go. Um, my name's Casey John, and you can contact me at casey at wildheartanimalessences.co.uk. <laughs> nice. But I'm, I'm often on Facebook, so you can message me on Facebook and all of that i'm really happy to talk and share it's so lovely to be part of the essence world mm. and it's important that we all work together mm -hmm. um yeah it is, it is. and of course we're recording this in january 2018 if you're listening a few months on then it may be that casey's website is beautifully finished or it's <laughs> as finished as anything ever is in this world i know that's <laughs> Mm. it's almost finished but i'm just hoping to put much more depth into it now. yeah like yeah so, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah a lovely sight lovely sight okay mm. so well gratitude to you oh thank you to, to the animals as well that, that come through you to the land that you love the tour mm. to, love them to the future thank you and thank you for talking to me <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. Okay. Thank you. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. <laughs> You're listening to the Nature Connections Show with Sarah S. Turner, your direct connection 
to the heart of nature. Dedicated to sharing inspirational information to heal and guide your life journey personally and professionally.